0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Jag Lamba. Jag, you are the founder and CEO of Certa and you're found on the web at getcerta.com and that's G-E-T-C-E-R-T-A.com. Jag, thank you for joining us.
1: Josh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes. Give us an overview of what Serta is.
1: So Serta is a lifecycle management product for third parties. So what that means is large companies use Serta to automate the entire lifecycle of their third parties. Third parties means suppliers, partners, customers, etc. right? Mm. So you may know of this. The procurement bottleneck, which is you know how painful it is for okay. large companies to work with sort of new companies like new suppliers, etc., can take three to six months. So we figured out this no-code platform that automates every part of the lifecycle, and that reduces the onboarding time by you know in sometimes as much as you know three hundred percent. It reduces the burden on all parties involved. Um, so I think what we're trying to solve is like a major bottleneck in two businesses working with each other.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially if you're a small company, you want to start getting paid quickly. <laughs> I, know.
1: I mean, on the, on the, on the, on the vendor side, the playing point is pretty acute, right? Because you don't, yeah. like you said, like you don't get paid, but on the client side, you know, the, this procurement bottleneck delays so many projects. Mm. Plus Josh, the, the 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 business managers who are trying to onboard this vendor or partner they don't have visibility into how long it'll take it could take three months it could take six months so they don't know how to like start their projects stop their projects it actually you know slows down overall your business and so much of what um, companies need to do today which is like your digital transformations etc all depends on new vendors new partners so it's a pretty major problem at large enterprises as well, in addition to, of course, the acute pain point that the smaller companies who are trying to get on board and get paid face.
0: Yeah. So um, if I understand this correctly, um, who is the, the 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 party that invests in the platform?
1: Yeah. So our main buyer is the procurement Leaders, so a head of procurement.
0: Oh, for the enterprise level company. So yes. you know, my brain, it, you know, having you know, kind of been in the con- government contracting world a little bit, I know that there is a, you know, and and uh, as a as a military veteran-owned business, that's kind of my approach on that. But I got to meet a lot of small business owners, uh, women-owned, minority-owned, and and a lot of the discussion was, man, it's great that they have set asides for you know, designated small business, designated minority business owner, et cetera, um, because it's so hard to compete with the big guys because just things can happen. They already have the enterprise level systems. We're just a, you know, we're just a small vendor. So it's hard for us to compete. So this really allows, oh, okay. So if I'm an enterprise level company procurement, right? And I say, listen, we would work with these other guys because they have a better offer, but- You know, we can't interface with them as easily as we could this more expensive solution. Am I on
1: the right track? Yeah, it's absolutely on the right track. So, you know, there's this, you know, unfortunately, enterprises make suboptimal decisions, and they could be suboptimal in terms of choosing the right vendor or choosing the right, you know, minority-owned, veteran-owned, or women-owned business, right? So, they make suboptimal decisions because it's harder. It's harder to work with smaller companies, Right. Um, I want to do good. Like I want to get sort of the minority entrepreneur But it's just harder. So what our platform does is it levels the playing field so that it's 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 literally painless and predictable and faster yeah. to work with any business. If you're super successful in the long term and everything aligns, all the stars align, then it would be, you know, a dream is one click onboarding. So literally, you know, someone wants to work with your business, Josh. You know, they send you an offer. If you say, I accept, that's it. You're in, but we're, 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 a, we're, a, we're a long ways away from that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be the dream? All right. So, uh, Jack, how did this come about? Uh, like, uh, was this, how did you know that there was a need in the marketplace for this?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. You know, so, um, you know, my, previous job was at was at McKinsey and when I left McKinsey um, I dabbled in a few business ideas I was sort of thinking about you know a few ideas and whenever I would take any of those ideas to my former colleagues or you know or friends you know who were at large companies the typical response was I like the idea but I really can't get you through procurement man it takes too long it's too (laughs) so then you know after like you know sort of Uh, hitting a wall this procurement wall a few times I I started digging more into this problem and of course you know I had experienced the client side of the problem while I was consulting with McKinsey as well so I sort of saw the problem from both sides Mm. and I was able to um, you know in work you know then I started thinking once I started thinking about solutions for this problem I was lucky to meet really smart initial clients. And a lot of entrepreneurs actually will if they're on like truly honest will tell you that you know really smart clients have a material impact on their product direction. So in collaboration with some really sharp initial clients I was able to create a product that really resonated in the market and now we have multiple fortune 100 clients, multiple you know sort of large tech companies as clients including you know, some companies that have been around for like 300, 300 years, et cetera. So it's just a spectrum, um, but, I, but I feel like we, we, we addressed an acute problem. It's an acute pain point at multiple companies with the right support from my initial clients, and that's how we were able to crack this nut.
0: Yeah. Um, how can um, – is, is it easy – for, you know, sorry, I keep advocating for vendors because that was my, you know, my background. But I'm thinking like, if I'm a vendor, is there anything that I can do to be aware of who might be easier to interface, so therefore I have a higher likelihood of being competitive uh, as a vendor myself. I'm just kind of thinking of like how can vendors use this information, or how can they, you know, advocate for, uh, you know, for sorta or, or some way of, uh, you know, encouraging easier integrations.
1: Yeah, so you know, startups, as you know. Uh, Josh, they work in phases, right? So, so first phase is making is 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 is, is making it easy for an enterprise mm-hmm. to work with, you know, multiple vendors, and making it easy for the vendors who are already selected to get onboarded at the enterprise, right? So, this is the first problem that we're solving. It's a big problem, meaty problem, complex problem, you know. So, this is the first problem that we're solving. Um, there will be an announcement in the second part of the year which basically addresses the phase two of this problem mm. So it's more in line of what you're thinking yeah um, but we have we're piloting something currently uh, you know to to solve other aspects of this problem similar to what you're saying i mean i like, you know um so to be announced um i've made a note that i should get to uh, sort of come back to you because of your particular interest in
0: yeah. <laughs> making life easier
1: for vendors, right? Yeah. Um and and I I love you know the problem that you're talking about. I love because I face it myself, right? Yeah. Even though we solve it for the clients, <laughs> when I get <laughs> onboarded, I have this problem. So I'm actually yeah. solving it for myself. I'm solving it for the little guys, right? The you know the smaller companies the minority owned the women owned the veteran owned companies and i'm really passionate about this yeah so i i look forward to this you know as there's just so many layers to this problem that uh i i find this fascinating I'm, yeah. i feel very lucky to be you know sort of working on on this 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 thing
0: yeah and what's really great about how you've designed the platform is it's it's primarily no code i mean it's 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 a very uh, the UI is all built into it so that you don't really, you don't have to get, you know, programmers to set up everything for you.
1: Yeah. You know what? That was one of the missing pieces. You know, the reason why this problem hasn't been solved so far is that each enterprise has its own unique way of working with third parties. And it's not, easy to change so you, you know, because of that, you can't just put a standard solution in place, like a standard, this is the way we do it. It just doesn't work. And that's why it hasn't worked so far. The no code approach finally enabled us to crack this nut, okay? Because in this case, an enterprise can of course use best practice, but they can, they don't have to change their processes if they don't want to. they can basically, we can automate their process as is and then, you know, progressively refine and reduce the cycle time, remove the bottlenecks, et cetera, right? This is the only way that I have found to solve this problem. And, I, uh, you know, so the no-code tech finally helped us crack this nut. Because when I talk to investors, et cetera, Josh, like, you know, what, what I hear is, hey, man, that's not a solvable problem. Like, what are you trying to solve? Like, this procurement bottleneck is really hard. Mm. And and I think it's just these, these new... Technology advancements, right, typically enable you to solve new pro- like older problems, right? Finally, they make it cost effective to solve these problems, you know. So we've that's what we've done. We've taken this new technology called no code, which is just drag and drop and sort create all yep. these complex processes and enable them to solve this.
0: Yeah. Um, so what do you do, Jack? I'm curious. Um, how do you acquire customers right now? Because um, you created a great solution. What types of companies are you working with currently?
1: Yeah, so they're, they're two, they they fall in mainly two buckets. The type of companies that we're working with. One is digital natives, right? By digital natives, you know, you can imagine like some of the like top names, you know, that 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 you know, sort of, you know, that everybody would know in terms of tech companies, right? So some of those, those are our primary clients, right? So these companies need to move fast. They don't like these bottlenecks. They don't like opacity, like in processes, et cetera. So they just need sort of simple move fast. So, you know, so, so, so those are our primary clients, right? The second set of clients are the fortune 100 traditional companies who are going through digital transformations. And in going through digital transformations, Josh, one of the things that they've identified is that it is so hard to work with other companies. And so we we have like fortune 10 clients, you know, multiple fortune 100 clients mm-hmm. or on sort of, you know, this is, this is one of their engines of digital transformation. So two buckets, very different, you know, you can imagine like as different as they can be, but facing a very similar problem, you know, a very similar hurdle.
0: Yeah, I, I love this. And so, you know, you already kind of teased out uh, the, you know, kind of what probably is on the roadmap there. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, um, you know, in terms of um, like, who's going to be using this platform uh, and like, how do you now as a CEO, what do you do for growth when you have a platform like this?
1: Yeah. So in terms of growth, uh, you know, how do we reach these big companies, right? So there are two ways. So one, we've developed a good reputation and brand with the digital natives. So, you know, most digital native firms would have heard of Sarda and they would automatically sort of consider us for this problem. Okay. So that's just, you know, positive word of mouth, right? Um, you know, we, number two, Um, You know, we go through partners, like the partners, you know, sort of large consulting firms, data firms, etc. You know, we've sort of explained to them what we do, and then we sort of reach them through the partners, right? In the future, Josh, what we need to do is, you know, we're sort of building out a marketing and sales operation right now. You know, those are things that you typically do after you achieve product market fit. You know, we we feel like we've achieved strong product market fit with the type of clients we work with. And so we're building out the marketing and sales function. And also, you know, you may have heard of this product-led growth. So we're sort of building out pieces of product-led growth so that you can actually, you know, have the product grow, uh, you know, sort of gain additional clients, additional leads through the product. It's, mm. a, it's usual things that I think most entrepreneurs, you know, more modern companies are trying to do today.
0: Yeah, excellent. All right. So somebody who goes to your website, getSerta.com. Um, and again, who's the who's going to be the person? so it's what head of procurement or who who generally is the point person that that needs to uh get get familiar with you?
1: Yeah. So George, the 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 main the the people we can help the most are the procurement teams, right? So number one. So procurement teams, the problem is. They're getting unnecessarily blamed for this bottleneck, mm-hmm. whereas this bottleneck is something that they don't control fully. Like they're quarterbacking this process, but there are, you know, security reviews, privacy reviews, legal reviews, compliance reviews, etc. They are not. They don't. You know, these functions within the enterprise don't fall within procurement. Okay, they fall within sort of you know legal functions and you know sort of multiple other functions, right? So they don't have control over this but then they get blamed. So this is the one way we help our procurement clients, right? You basically, you know, sort of, you know, shine a light, like transparency around what exactly is the delay, if there is any, and we sort of, you know, try to de the process, right? For business managers who are trying to do this, you know, in a more efficient manner, they just want their, pro- you know, sort of, you know, uh, you know their, their projects to move faster, et cetera, we can just help them just in a BU level, in the business unit level, Thanks like for for you know, we can actually help them automate their process. And this is how we often started companies. So for example, you know, at a large um consulting firm, there was one business unit, which is the digital transformation business unit that was growing faster than others. And they wanted, you know, to, to have this partnership with multiple vendors. And so we basically put the software in place for them to just ease the pain. So these are our two main clients, Josh, you know, procurement and business managers, like you know, GMs of Sort of business units.
0: Yeah, excellent. Okay, and and again, the website getcerta.com. That's sorta with a C. Um, what should folks click on? How do they how do they engage? Oh, well, there's a a button here that says book a demo. I would imagine that's probably high up on the list of where you'd recommend. Yeah,
1: and that's that's the best way. You know, even if you sort of request a demo, we'll put you on you know sort of our webinar list. You know, our sort of knowledge list. Mm. So if you're ready to engage you know, feel free, we'll set up the demo. If not, if you just wanna stay informed, stay educated um, on how this problem can be solved. You may not wanna solve it right away. So we, we have a series of just simple educational things from, you know, our clients, prospective clients, experts in the industry on how this problem can be solved. If if this problem resonates with you, with your with your audience, like if anyone listening, you know, we would definitely encourage you to, you know, sort of, you know, follow us on LinkedIn, follow us on Twitter, and then just sort of sign up for a newsletter on the website.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys have built up a great. Uh, platform. Great. You got over about a hundred employees that I could see uh, and uh number of Fortune 500 clients. Congratulations on your success. It's, it's gotta be great to see this come to fruition and have this kind of impact in the world. And, and also again, you know, kind of what's coming around the, uh, around the corner too.
1: Yeah. Now Josh, you know, what, what I love about this is you know, what I feel really blessed about is the 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 way we're approaching this, which is, you know, in a in a you know, we've built a great culture in the company, you know, number two, we we really have this sort of learning mindset with our clients. So we sort of learn from clients and, you know, sort of put it back into the product. And thirdly, you know, if you know, sort of if we achieve our goals, then we would and en- you know, we would enable many of these, you know, or level the playing field for many of these smaller sort of, you know, um, companies and, you know, sort of women-owned, minority-owned, veteran-owned companies and level the playing field for them to, you know, sort of bid on <laughs> big projects at big firms, right? Uh, Love sort of, you know, leveling the playing field generally in life.
0: I've yeah. <laughs> benefited yep. from
1: it personally. So, yeah. you know, it's a, it's an obligation to, to do it for others.
0: There are a lot of great, great small business owners out there. And I'm so, so excited to get them, you know, get again, more connections made out there. So, Jag, thank you so much for joining us again. Jag Lamba, founder, CEO of CERTA on the web at GetSerta.com. Thank you, Jag.
1: Josh, great, great meeting you. Great talking to you. Take care, man.
0: Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over a hundred and twenty thousand that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com/guest.